you. So this podcast is intended for anyone considering applying to the MSc degree in Migration Studies in Oxford. Uh, my name is Meta Burke. I'm a lecturer in the Anthropology of Migration, and in the past year I have been course director of the MSc degree. And so with me today I have four students who have spent the past year in Oxford uh, studying for the MSc Migration Studies. So first of all, could I ask you to introduce yourselves? My name is Katiana, and uh, I came from an undergraduate institution in the U.S. where I studied anthropology. And before coming to this program, I was working with the Ministry of Education in Ghana. Uh, my name is Gustavo. I am from Mexico City. Uh, I did an undergraduate in international relations and spent two years working for an embassy in Mexico. My name is Saskia. Um, I did my undergraduate in France um, in political sciences and before coming to Oxford I spent two years in Vietnam working for the International Organization for Migration. My name is Tess. I just finished up my undergrad last May in social studies and did my undergraduate research on Indian classical dance and transnational perspective for which I did ethnographic fieldwork in Paris, Boston and three Indian cities. Thank you. So, first of all, could I ask you to say a little bit about what, what made you interested in migration and in studying migration? Katiana, do you want to start? Sure. Um, so, I actually, when I finished my undergraduate, I worked at an immigration justice center in, the, in D.C., in the U.S., and um, the women we worked with, um, we were providing legal services for them to claim asylum um, or to stay in the U.S. and get protection. And um, I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer from doing that work because it was too difficult um, and emotionally very tough. And so I decided what I was really interested in was sort of what happens after they gain legal status. What happens in their lives? How do they survive? What happens with, with um, how they adapt to living in the U.S.? And so that was one of the primary motivations for me applying to come to this program was to really sort of have a better understanding of, of the effects after immigration and, and moving and people's livelihoods. Yeah, for me it was um, a bit of lucky. And while I was working in the, at the Norwegian Embassy, we worked together with the United Nations Development Program, and one of the researchers invited me to to collaborate with them in a project with related to young migrants in from Mexico in the United States. And after that, I collaborated with them in a couple of projects related to migration, and I really enjoyed the the, the topic. And from then. Um, I decided to apply for this master's. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I was also interested in the rights um, sort of perspective on migration, so migrant rights and relating how mm -hmm. it relates to the rights of citizens. And um, this led me to apply to do an, to an internship and then work with um, the IOM in Vietnam. And so the experience that I had in Vietnam just reinforced my interest and um, yeah, led me to apply to this program. For me, because I came straight from undergraduate, I hadn't exclusively studied migration before, but I had done a very interdisciplinary degree, and I knew that I wanted to continue, and I was looking back over my undergraduate time and realized that the theme of migration came through in a lot of the anthropological work I had done, and, and so this program seemed to look at that topic from a lot of different perspectives, and I thought that I could, I could learn it and move forward not knowing exactly what came next for me in my career, but that it would really inform whatever I did. And so why, why Oxford? Was there anything in particular about the Oxford programme that attracted you? Me first, again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me it was 
sort of the the fact that there were three migration research centers affiliated with the program and that you would be in two departments. And I found that the quality of the research, like I'd done a little bit of, of background reading about the different professors and teachers in the course, and I found that the quality of the research and what um, they were researching and teaching about was really what I wanted to do. Um, and so that was the particular reason why I chose Oxford. And then also just because it was, I had gone to school in the US and coming to the UK and experiencing a different system I thought would be good for me. Yes, Gustavo? Yeah, well, usually for a Mexican student, it's very common to go to the United States or, or England. Mm -hmm. And I thought about um, going to the United States, but I, I, I think the perspective of migration from the United States, it's um, very related to the, the perspective we have in Mexico. I wanted to try mm -hmm. and see if, uh, no, I don't know, if in Oxford they will, they will have a different perspective. And after doing some research, I, I found out that the, the program was divided into departments, so that attracted me very much. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah for me, um, pretty much the same reason applies for um, Katiana. Um, Additionally, I also wanted to study in the UK more generally because I felt that, or I heard before that um, the teaching staff and student relation is much closer than what I experienced in France and um, that was very much what I experienced here as well. So, um, you know, you, you can build very close relations with um, your supervisors and, um, yeah, so. Thanks. Yeah, I think I'll have to echo a lot of what other people have said about, about the centers and the different departments working together to really, I mean, I think you can tell from looking at, at the course offerings how interdisciplinary it is on every level, and, and it's also reflected in the students that come here, which is, has been really exciting. But I think another thing was coming from the States, I wanted to do a master's program that really stood alone, and in this field, I feel like there weren't as many opportunities in the U.S. There are a lot of master's programs en route to a Ph.D., but I wasn't ready for that. Uh, and and also just being able to study at an institution like Oxford. I, I, I visited Oxford when I was twelve, and and said I want to go here one day, and then actually ended up here, which was which was quite exciting. <laughs> right. So, can you say uh, perhaps a little bit about what it's then actually been like to to study here in the past year? And what does a typical week involve? Uh, what's it like being a student? So, Saskia, do you want to start? <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, the, the there's no such thing as a typical week, I feel, because they, um, as we talked about earlier briefly, um, um, they, they change very much from, semester, from term to term, and um, whereas the last term we spent mainly working on our dissertation and um, meeting with our supervisors, um, the first two terms, had, there were much more, many more classes, and you could also specialize a bit more in the second term. Um, and um, yeah, <laughs> I think another thing about about the term system that I hadn't realized coming again from an American background is that because the terms are eight weeks, it's eight weeks on and six weeks off, mm -hmm. eight weeks on, six weeks off. Uh, that definitely structures the time, just in, both in terms of academics and in terms of just student life here. I think. And when you're on a graduate program like the MSc Migration Studies, you, it's very independent, a lot of the work I found, that you can really manage, it's about managing your time, learning 
what parts of the course you get most from, learning what opportunities inside and outside the course you can benefit from, because there are so many institutional resources and, and extra lectures you can go to and, and extra volunteer opportunities you can do and things like that. But you really have to structure your time mm-hmm. and uh, learning how to do that also when your vacations, they're, they're not really vacations, but they're as long as your actual term time, I think is an important thing to, to recognize. It does give you a lot of flexibility in terms of shaping the year to, to what you want it to be, but at the same time, I do think you have to come in with a strong sense of being a self-starter to, to really make the most of the time you have and not, and not you never take six weeks off here. <laughs> when I came here at first, I thought, oh, that's great, you get two weeks, six week breaks, but really it's more an opportunity to get deeper into your research and uh, and potentially right, talk, talk more with faculty and, and of course take a break as well. But I, I think that the, the term structure here does definitely put a certain rhythm on life at Oxford. Tatiana? Yeah, I think just to echo what tested about being self-motivated is that there are so many opportunities at Oxford. So we have these three research centers, and each research center has a weekly seminar. Um, and so you sort of want to try and go to these seminars as best as you can, because you're, you're not only um, reinforcing what you've learned in class, but you're also learning new ideas from researchers coming from all over the world who are sharing what they're doing with you. And so I guess in a typical week, you would try and balance you sort of really need to have good time management skills to not only capitalize on all the opportunities that are that are around and also but also just to balance the classwork and to to get the most out of your reading and to get the most out of your class time and then you also want to have a life and be sociable and so it's it's quite a bit of time management and I think in the first term it's always a little bit rough to get it started um you sort of don't really know how to structure your time um, well, but then eventually you get into the hang of things and you start to realize that oh there's actually a lot that I can do with my time and and how to use it effectively. Yeah, I think organization is important, and I don't think there's a typical week. I think uh, you have to learn how to organize week by week, and what can you get from different weeks, uh, and what can you gain from, from the different events and different social events that are happening around Oxford. But it's also, uh, I know to me it was very difficult to organize at the beginning, because you have to go to different departments, to different areas, different buildings where you have different classes and different, like, also you have to go to your college, your departments, and it's difficult to understand in the first weeks, but once you understand it, then you can, yeah, start to to get more from from what you organize. And so you reflect pretty much the uh, diversity of of backgrounds of, Mm -hmm. of the students we have here, and so... Uh, like like you, uh, most of our students uh, haven't actually studied in Oxford before, so I wondered if you could say a little bit more about the, the teaching, how you found it here, and how it compares to teaching in uh, places you've studied before. Gustav, would you want to start? <coughs> well, uh, from my personal background, it was a school that it was really, uh, well, my university, it was more like a, I don't know, it was like a research center where you live and you stay almost every day, the whole day, and during the five days of the week. And in here, I, I found that the, the opportunity to... the diversity of, of professors and, and the diversity of views uh, are very enriching, as you can uh, get closer to, to, the, to the professors that have the view that, uh, that will help you the most. But... I think one thing I had heard about before I came to Oxford was the tutorial system, that that was really specific to Oxford. And, and I, to be fair, I think it's more on an undergraduate level where you have mm-hmm. one tutor and you sit down with them and it's very mm-hmm. intense one-on-one. Uh, 
but we do have a tutorial system here as well. And it was it was in a lot of ways the structure of the course was relatively similar to my undergraduate at Harvard, where you'd have lecture you have lecture courses, and then you have small discussion courses, and then you have uh, you have tutorial, which is there are typically four or five students together with one professor, and and you sit down every week, and and so I think that in terms of that diversity. It, it is a really positive experience because no one learns in exactly the same way. So I think for, for me, the smaller discussion classes were much more worthwhile than the broader lectures, but I think that some other people learn differently, and so it kind of gives everyone an opportunity to find a, find a forum that works for them here. Saskia? Yeah. Um, as I mentioned uh, briefly before, I feel the system here in Oxford or in the UK in general has been very different to my undergraduate experience in France where um, basically you were required to, it was basically like still going to school, you had, to, you had classes all day and it was very much um, a class-based setting and um, you had very little time to investigate any topics any further than what was required within the course and I feel like this, so Oxford was really great in terms of that you could really um, go into more depth in the topics that you were interested in, especially through the dissertation, but also by doing the readings for um, for some courses, maybe go beyond the required reading list um, when you had time. And um, yes, yeah, so I feel like it has been a completely different experience um, than what I experienced in my undergraduate. I went to a liberal arts college in the U.S., so it was quite small. There were only 1,500 of us, and there was no postgraduate students. And so my classes were all between 5 and 15 people, and they were all discussion-based. And so for me, coming from this liberal arts American system and coming to Oxford was a bit of a change because of the the use of lectures. Um, and so I wasn't used to that, to sitting down for an hour and a half and listening to a professor. But I came to really appreciate it because what I found, like, and what I was missing from my undergraduate being a liberal arts college is that professors are really focused on teaching, but they do research, but not as much as, as they could at a big you know, institution like Oxford. Um, and so what I found is that in terms of the, the format in which research that professors are doing, which are quite cutting edge and, and really, like, um, going around the world and, and learning new things, I found that the lecture format was really helpful in, in, in keeping up to date with what professors were doing and for them to be able to bring their experiences into the classroom and, and to learn from that. And so I definitely appreciated the lecture system towards the end. Um, <laughs> and, but I like Tess was saying, like, I think we have, um, we have tutorials, and so four or five of us sit with, with one of the, the teaching staff, and those are really, really um, helpful sessions in terms of being able to sit down with a smaller group and, and really delve deeply into, into the topics that we were learning in our lectures. So it's a good balance of both, I would say. Mm -hmm. I just add one thing. It's not exactly on the teaching, but just something that I wasn't entirely prepared from Oxford. This is not the course at more Oxford University in general. Oxford is a university with amazing traditions, and that's mm. one thing that you really... I mean, you get you walk around from here, I think that's one reason that it's such a, an amazing place to study because of the intellectual trajectories that have come before. I, it's really exciting. There's also quite a bit of bureaucracy that's just kind of involved in, in the processing of work that's really outside the scope of the course. Uh, and so it was, I think it's just something to come. It's definitely not a deterrent for the course at all, but just coming to Oxford, I think you need to be prepared to jump through certain hoops uh, just in, in terms of, of university-wide requirements for exams and how to submit papers and, and, and deadlines, and it's, it's all very official. And sometimes, again, coming from an American background yeah. where you know, your final paper is due and you can just email it to your professor, here you, you go and you turn it in 
formally bound into, into this beautiful building called the exam schools where people are either gleeful or distraught depending on <laughs> whether they're on time. <laughs> but, but I think it's just good to, to realize that part of the beauty and also the frustration of Oxford comes from this, this really great intellectual tradition that you're part of. Yeah, take those noon deadlines very seriously. <laughs> I feel like if you had any experience studying in, in France or in Germany, you feel Oxford is very relaxed. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and not like, very crushing at all. <laughs> uh, so that takes it on to uh, something else which is also quite uh, unique to uh, studying in Oxford, which is uh, the collegiate system. So, oh, yeah. And you've been to, you're at different colleges, so I wondered if you could say a little bit about your experiences with your colleges. Yeah, so Gustavo and I are in the same college, yeah. Kellogg, um, so I guess we'll share similar <laughs> things. Um, so Kellogg is actually right next to a lot of the, the classes and the migration, the compass, the compass migration center. So I like the proximity of being able to roll out of bed and come straight to class. <laughs> so that was nice. I mean, I think, I think for, for postgraduates, the collegiate system is a little bit different than it is for undergraduates at Oxford. So for undergraduates at Oxford, like your college is sort of basically also where you study and Everything happens around the college, but for for um, postgraduates, I heard someone mention once that the college has your heart and the department has your mind. So it's sort of like the family dynamics where you go and socialize and, and where you where you eat and where you sort of chill out. Um, and then the department is where all the classes happen. And I think the good thing also is that all of us in the course are from different colleges, more or less. Um, and so we get to visit each other in other colleges, have dinner, have lunch, and, and share in those resources that, that our colleges have. One of the things that I don't like about the college system, I will say, is the fact that we don't have access to all the libraries. So sometimes yeah. there are books that I really need that are in some other library that I have no access to. And so, and then but the great thing about having friends from, from different colleges is that you can call them to go and get the book for you or, or to help you out with that. Um, so it's just a matter of knowing, you know, where the resources are and how to tap into those. Yeah, yeah to me, the, the Oxford experience with the college is, has um, provided me the opportunity to meet people from other spheres as well, mm -hmm. from other, uh, I mean, like, uh, from other studies. Uh, you can share time with people from departments of mathematics or biology or chemistry or things that don't have anything to do with your, your studies, but you still can learn a lot from, from, from their experience. And also, uh, adding to the, to the sphere of, of the college, I would say that it's very important, uh, the, the system of Oxford with the society, that uh, will provide you also an opportunity to meet some more people. So you meet people from your department, people from your, from your college, and people from your societies, and that'll, that'll give you like, a great opportunity to, to make, create networks, to meet mm -hmm. people with different kind of thoughts from you, and of course people from every single part of the world. Yes. What, what kind of societies have you been involved with? Well, I don't know. I'm involved in societies regarding uh, Mexico, some societies regarding sports, or yeah, many kinds. <laughs> um, so I'm at St. Cross, which is a, a smaller graduate-only um, college. It's very central and in a beautiful building. Um, so that's very nice. I don't actually live in college, so um, my college experience has not been as intense as for some um, other people in Oxford, um, which I think also um, what I looked at when I chose my college was what sort of fellows are at the college. And um, my personal experience was that while they're very interesting 
people supposedly fellows at my college that you don't actually get to see them a lot so I, I don't mm. think yeah. um, that should be a major priority when you choose your college um, having said that because the college is such a um, it's mainly a meeting place to meet other people from other degrees and you know to a place to socialize for a postgraduate student I feel that um, the quality of food is very important <laughs> and I can recommend St. Cross based on on that criteria <laughs> uh, I thought I've eaten at St. Cross recently it's quite good <laughs> I think yeah I, I think so I'm at, I'm at Jesus College which is actually an undergraduate and graduate college and and my whole college selection process was actually very stressful last summer because I had had no idea what this college system was and had initially applied and been accepted into St. Anthony's, which is one of the graduate-only colleges, and it's focused exclusively on social sciences. And so I thought, okay, great. Like, kind of like Saskia said, there will be fellows here with whom I can network. This will be a really positive thing. And a lot of the books we need are in St. Anthony's. And because I'm at Oxford on a scholarship, I was then transferred into Jesus, and so I was I was really worried about this because, oh, I had you know been so strategic in choosing my college. And <laughs> and it's what I've realized is that really every single college here is, is terrific, and they all do have different strengths and weaknesses. And it, it turns out that I'm so happy I've been at Jesus this year. It's very centrally located. It's a very historic college. And that's one fun thing about the colleges is that they all have their own traditions, and they own have their own histories, and they have their own events and, and special celebrations around the year, special services and, and the college chapels, things like that. So, so I do think that at the graduate level, choosing which college you're in is, is really less important than as an undergraduate when it really does determine a lot of your academic experience here. As, as a graduate student, it's more about thinking what kind of, like, like Katiana said, it's, it's your heart is in your college, so what kind of social life and family life you want to go back to. Not that you have to be incredibly involved in college life if, if you don't feel like it, but it is nice to have that as a supplement to the friendships you make in society, to the friendships you make in, in your course. And so I've, I found it to be a very positive experience. I do live in college, so at times it gets to be a little claustrophobic living in the middle of everything all the time, but, but at the same time I've made some really great friendships and, and met a lot of people from other disciplines, which I wouldn't have been able to do in the same way otherwise. You have your colleges, you have been involved with clubs and societies, as, as Gustavo said. What other kinds of activities, seminars have you been going to on top of your teaching uh, this year? Um, well, I think Katiana mentioned that we have, we have three research centres that are associated with the degree, and so they, they all offer weekly seminars as well as special guest lectures occasionally. Um, and I think that it's great because we do have such diversity, and of course you can choose which mm -hmm. lectures are, sound best for you. I also found that uh, at, there, there are opportunities to be found sometimes from uh, an extension of these, of these lectures. I went to a Compass seminar uh, at the end of our second term, and there was a lawyer there talking about welfare benefits for for migrants, and I found it really interesting. And so I spoke with her afterwards and, and then looked up the law firm and emailed her, and that ended up uh, producing this this wonderful volunteer position where I've been going to this law firm in North Oxford twice a week and taking asylum statements, and I, I visited detainees at the detention center, Camp Steel House here, and have done background legal research for them, looking at existing case law. So all of these things that are very practical and extensions of our course, but I've gotten to have that real-life experience, and that was really just by chance, by meeting someone, by sticking around afterwards, by chatting with them. And I think there are a lot 
Uh, you'll find there are a lot of opportunities like that that come from the informal interactions around these extra events that I never would have expected when I came to Oxford but have been really, really wonderful. Hmm. Um, I um, actually um, sat in on, uh, on an Introduction to Development Studies um, course um, at the beginning, or not, actually through the whole of the first term, uh, which is an MPhil um, lecture. But um, I was able to sit in, so I think that that's one of the great things about Oxford as well. That if you usually, if you ask nicely, you can sit up, sit in on pretty much anything you're interested in, and um, that has just it's it's been a real it was a really great course, and I think has um, really embedded the way um, migration is studied under the under in, mm. in in the realm of development studies more broadly um, has embedded that for me in in, in a bigger context. So, and I also met um, uh, a lot of the MPhil development students, obviously, through um, being involved in that course, uh, which has been really great to see what, they, what their interests are and what, they, what the research they're going to be doing this summer. Um, so this is one thing I did. And then also I went to some of the um, other seminar series of different departments, for instance, um, of the African um, department, um, out of interest and, you know, to listen to something else and not necessarily related to migration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been very involved in the, in the Latin American Department studies and also um, in the International Department we have the opportunity to, to have some seminars that are not strictly related to migration but are somehow related through, through development. And I've been attending some, like several seminars related to, to development in Latin America and in, in the international department. Um, yeah, so I think the great thing about Oxford that we've all said is that there's so many resources and there's so much you can go to. And so I've like really branched out in terms of what I've done. Also, um, I've had a side interest in like social entrepreneurship, and there's an emerging like Smith School of Enterprise and the Said Business School, and they have some. Uh, ongoing workshops and seminars and conferences on social entrepreneurship and and so I've been going to some of those and and sort of trying to relate that also to what I'm studying um, so I think you can find connections um, with migration studies in, in many different departments I think one of the interesting things I found here at Oxford is that migration isn't just isolated to the three research departments um, research centers and these two departments like I know St. Anthony's College had like a migration film series throughout the term of a different focus um, during the week and so I think you can really find either migration related things in other departments and in other colleges and or you can really just branch out and, and do things that are entirely different and could be a side hobby or things. Great, so finally um, you're nearly at the end of the degree so what are your future plans? Tess, do you want to start? Sure, uh, so this summer I have an, an internship with RAND Europe, which is based uh, in, in Cambridge, so I'll get to see the other place, which will be interesting. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'll be working on their defense and security team and working, uh, doing as much migration as I can. Actually, there's a project on intolerance in Europe that I'll be helping with, and so I'm excited because having come straight from undergrad, this will be my first foray into the working world, really, and so despite the fact that I am being paid £10 a day, and I recognize that that is... <laughs> Not a, not a long-term uh, sustainability. Uh, I, I am excited about the opportunity to see what a research policy position is like. And, and for next year, I'm hoping, based on my volunteer experiences, to maybe find some sort of 
immigration paralegal job to, to feel that out. I feel like I need to take a couple years out of the academic <laughs> out of the academic realm before before going back and figuring out what I want to do. I think Kadiana and I are sitting in the same boat, <laughs> that basically uh, we're both um, trying to um, find a job at the moment, and yeah. um, given that um, the last few weeks have been very hectic in terms of handling yeah. your dissertation and preparing for the exams, um, it's not something that has been on top of my priority list, yeah. so I will take the summer to go from there, yeah. but um, hopefully go back into sort of similar areas I've been doing before. So. Um, where I worked with the International Organization for Migration, I could imagine working for other international organizations or also branching more into a development um, cooperation field more specifically. So, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, like Saskia, looking for jobs. I also took a loan to come here, um, and so I have to be realistic about paying that back. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked to progress to a DPhil or, or to do a PhD, but I also just sort of have to think about working and, and, and making some money before carrying on with school um, again. Um, the only thing I have planned is I'm going to be going to Ghana over the summer to help um, do some business consultancy. Um, and that's the only thing I have planned for now. Well, yeah, I, <coughs> I think I feel like uh, I, lead, I need like a couple of months because it has <laughs> been quite intense. This yeah. Course, but, um, after those couple of months, I will go to Paris and work for the Mexican delegation to the OECD. And after that, I'm planning to stay there for a couple of months or well, as long as I can and then try to jump into the OECD and the migration field especially, but if not, something related to cooperation and development. So for that, yeah, I have to, to pay a loan as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take internships now. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, I do just want to say that one thing that I did not think about when I came to the program has been awesome is all the other students on our program. Yeah. I feel like I've learned so like I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm sitting with, with three of my good friends right now, but it's, uh, it's, just, it's been really great to learn from the wide variety of backgrounds and, and perspectives and experience that people bring with them to Oxford and the questions other people ask in lecture that I would never think to ask, the perspectives they bring up in discussion, uh, when you go for a pint after class and, and continue the discussion that you're having. And I really do I really do think that's one of the richest things that I've walked away from Oxford with. Yeah, just a second that like I was really like happily surprised also at how supportive and collaborative um, everyone on the course was. Like we had a Dropbox folder for all our readings. <laughs> we should definitely do that next year. Um, it <laughs> saves a lot of time and just the way we sort of reached out and helped each other through dissertations and through exams mm -hmm. and studying together and just keeping Pulling each other. Pulling all nighters together. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Support has been tremendous. Great, thank you.